0: now. Hello, and welcome to I'm Right, I'm Right. The show will be starting in just about a minute. But if you are new to Fireside or watching this in replay, you don't have to listen to this part. You can... Fast forward past it, if you're listening in replay, replay, tongue-tied today. If you're new to Fireside, uh, there's a couple of things you can do. The emojis that are across the bottom, uh, which is clap and laugh and party sounds, you can hit those at any time during the show, and we will hear them, which is cool. Uh, that is that is really cool but if you want to send a comment or or something like that uh or type um a question uh you can hit the react button and choose an emoji and then and then you can you jill, jill is telling me stuff here And then you can uh, type your uh, response or your question and press send and we will receive it. So the show will be starting in just a moment. And welcome to. I'm right. I'm right.
1: And I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I am
0: Anthony Cordova. Don't hey, you know everybody. it? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. We'd it's like to show. welcome
1: John. How are you, John? Shaka is here.
0: Shaka Hi, Shaka. Is here. Hello, Shaka. Hi. It is so good that you're here. Yes. It's
1: wonderful. Hi, Connie and Ronaldo. And Connie. No. Cool. Hi, Todd. Long time no see. <laughs>
0: and <laughs> and is Stefan. True. This time they get to see me.
1: That's right. You know, this has
0: been such a hectic day. We were in uh, Studio 3 for your show. I keep
1: forgetting uh, to say that's yes. where I am. Yes. I don't we were know where I am half the time. 3,
0: and I don't know where the time went, but we had to rush, 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 rush
1: <laughs> over
0: here to Studio 1. Yep. Which is actually just down a flight of stairs. But, (laughs) but we were, we did it. We did it. And we were getting ready for our special amazing guest. Yes,
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 Yes.
1: Well, I think we should just, well, in case you, you haven't read the description for tonight's show, we're doing something
0: different. Doing something completely. Yes, we different. have
1: never done this before on our show. This is
0: a first. This so is a first. Everyone that's here is going to see a first.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: And I think they're going to replay this episode like crazy, like insane. I think so.
1: Yeah, I would, think would so. So
0: cool. So cool. So
1: so what we're doing for the first time. Tony and I have been interviewed quite a bit lately
0: um people like us they like us Jill they really like us uh
1: so we're being interviewed but but what's different is that the person is conducting the interview on this show on
0: our show yes we are turning the reins over to someone else in our show but you know in journalism that's like just as bad as Giving Give me someone, someone your letting mic. Letting someone have, have, your, have mic. your mic. Yeah, never <laughs> let someone have your mic because then it's hard to control anything. But, but
1: I think this is a g- great situation. I think so. I think so. I really do. So I'm going to. This
0: is going to. You know, uh, I should have got a lounge chair. A lounge night. chair? Yeah, or something. So I could just sit. Oh,
1: I made myself so I come up. Sit. Sorry. Oh.
0: Well, we're seeing you like twice. Still, <laughs> get out of here! I know, right? Oh Lord, welcome <laughs> I hit the to wrong live. Button.
1: <laughs> this is
0: what happens. You'll see what live. I was trying
1: to do in a moment. <laughs> okay, all right. Technology that's, that's, that's has cool. not been my friend. There she that's is. Cool. That's who I was trying there to bring she up. Is. This fabulous person uh, is named Aaliyah Naomi McConnell, and she's a freelance writer. She's also a podcast producer and a mental health advocate, which I'm I'm really impressed by because she's a graduating senior from Kennesaw State University. Yes, and of course her major's in journalism and (laughs) emerging course
0: of course emerging media of course.
1: But she has this. I, I really would like to ask her a couple of questions before we turn it over because she has a blog and newsletter that she calls Little Mental Sky. And some people
0: Little might know scar.
1: where that term comes from, but we'll we'll let Aaliyah mm-hmm. tell us. Welcome Aaliyah. Everybody, welcome, welcome Please Aaliyah. Give her
0: a round of applause. Give her a round of
1: applause.
0: Thank you.
1: <laughs> so we're happy that you're here. And my question is. Oh, I have a I have a lot of questions, but I'll I'll refrain from asking all of them.
0: (laughs) Yay! You are loved, Aaliyah.
1: Is what sparked your interest in journalism? And then I I definitely want to know how you became a mental health advocate.
2: Yes. So um, the journalism journey that started uh, with me kind of not knowing what did I what direction I wanted to go as far as school and as far as career went. But as I kind of grew and started discovering myself more, I learned that I love to tell people stories, especially stories of marginalized people whose voices don't are often going unheard. Um, And specifically from the perspective of a black woman. Um, So that's why I, Started doing journalism. I wanted to equip myself with the skills, and the knowledge, and uh, the use of technology in order to tell those stories and uh, create a package to where they could be received to people all over the world.
1: But yeah, so so you want to be a, I, a multimedia journalist then, and you know, tell your stories in print, in video, and audio.
2: Yes, ma'am. Yes. Mm. And then wow. uh, second part of that question um, how did I become a mental health advocate? Well that is more of a, <laughs> uh, it's more of a stormy kind of, kind of story because you know we're all human at the end of the day and we go through our own issues. Uh, my issues were uh, not knowing how to express myself and not knowing how to identify boundaries and identify ways of communicating that was effective and um, coping mechanisms that were effective. So I started going to therapy and it completely changed my life. And I was like, where has this been my whole life? <laughs> but of course, if you are growing up in the Black community, the topic of mental health and going to therapy, people are going to be like, oh, are you crazy? Like, what's wrong with you? mm <laughs> Mm-hmm. 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 But it really benefited me in my life, and I want to spread the word of that, and I want as many people to have access to that and know that it's a beneficial, um, a beneficial service. That's that. That's Absolutely. out there. Fantastic.
1: Absolutely, fantastic, fantastic. This, this is cool. Well, audience, we're going to turn this over to Aaliyah because she actually asked us to talk about Black Love tonight. Um, but at the end, we're going to leave some time for you, audience, to ask Aaliyah questions or a comment um, afterwards. And, and, you know, even if it's to tell her what a fabulous job she did interviewing
0: us. Jill, I, I think I'm nervous. You're
1: nervous? I'm, I'm you never get nervous. I'm,
0: I'm nervous being interviewed on our own show. I'm, I'm really <laughs> nervous.
1: You shouldn't so. be. I've interviewed you on our show.
0: Yeah, you did, but that was you.
1: That's true. That's true. Bring it. Bring it, Aaliyah. (laughs) Ask him all the hard questions.
2: (laughs) So, yes, we're talking about Black love. Uh, It's going to be a very, ooh, (laughs) this is a juicy topic right here. I can't wait. (laughs) So, and these questions are going to go to both of you. So, feel free to answer it as freely as you want. Uh, and if you don't want to answer, yeah, we can pass it. But <laughs> I, ain't a- I ain't
0: answering nothing. I'm he's probably going right to answer all now. of them. <laughs> I ain't answering nothing. Just zip.
2: <laughs> all right.
0: No, no, really. We're, we're, we're we got ready. you. We're, we, ready. We're, we're, ready. we're ready.
2: All right. So my first question. We're just going to dive right into it now. So have you all have both of you always intended on Marrying someone uh within the race, so someone black or african American, and why are you why, and why why was that important to you
0: well i will i i think can I start first sure um because I'll probably forget what the question is if Jill goes first uh, so <laughs> so <laughs> uh, really uh, yeah, that's just who I am. I forget everything um but uh really. When I was young, let's say um, a teenager, young teenager, I would thought that if I ever got married, that I would only marry a Black woman or Hispanic woman, because my last name is Cordova. Um, but as I got older, um, even after my first marriage, uh, that thought process changed and what i would tell people is that one thing you need to know about me if you see me married to um a white woman it's because i truly love her it is not because i'm trying to make myself feel better um because maybe i felt less than but no that is that is not the case, um, I would truly uh, would be in love with this woman. So it, I wouldn't seek uh, a, a white woman to marry. I wouldn't seek her out. But if I met her and she was the right one, yeah, I, I, I would definitely marry a white woman. But I would prefer to be married to a, a black woman because she would really understand um my life and what I've been through. So, did I answer that question? Yes, sir. Cool.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> One for Tony. One for Tony.
1: All right, I'm going to even the score here. My my answer is very similar. Um I went to undergrad in Minnesota and at my college you know like well actually in the whole state there were very few people of color anywhere and so um i was on the debate team and we traveled a lot and so i thought from that experience that that i was open i realized i was open to love open to love and open to loving anyone uh no matter their race um but uh when I graduated and left the state, I went to uh, Chicago. My mic keeps moving. So, don't move, <laughs> Jill. That was That's
0: kind of like don't, weird. Don't don't. Um, As <laughs> <laughs> professional, so, you're not supposed know. to. But that was that. funny. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I realized that everyone I was <laughs> uh, dating, or the only people who would ask me out, were black. So I figured if I ever got married, um, it would be to a black man, and then, uh, mar- and then you my, married me. My my marriage to Tony <laughs> is is not I my am. is not is not <laughs> my sorry. first marriage, uh, and so after my my divorce uh, in my first marriage, and I was married to a black man. I thought i never I'm not marrying anybody. I'm just gonna hang out. I'm never getting married again. Um and I just hang out with people. But obviously Tony um changed that. But you know, the running joke is that sometimes, you know, he he my well, especially my mother will tell him he looks like a white man. That's what she'll tell him sometimes.
0: I'm not a white man. He's I, not. Gar- I guarantee, <laughs> I am not a white man. <clears throat> they sure don't treat me like a white man <laughs> when they accuse me of stealing something.
2: <laughs> That's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, keep a straight face, Aaliyah. You you are the professional here. <laughs> You're right, you right. <laughs> she like, she like you 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 she like they, ooh, they throwing me off. What the heck? I didn't think so this was stop. Gonna be fun. Stop throwing her off. <laughs> no, th- this is supposed to be fun. Come on. All right, we're ready.
2: All right. So with that said, what do you all think are some of the common struggles of maintaining black love? And um why do you think some black marriages fail? And how do you all maintain
1: a successful marriage right now. Communication is always key to any, any relationship. Um, if you don't have that, you're, you're just not going to make it, but you're not going to have trust. You're, you know, the, that you have to have those no matter mm-hmm. what your, what your race is. So that's the, that's the key to the success of our marriage. As far as uh, struggles go, I think, you know, even with this podcast, um, um, some friends of ours who work in marketing um, were like, mm, there aren't very many podcasts where a black couple uh, can talk about relationships without, you know, being like the reality show version of, of a podcast. Right. Um, you know, because even though we call the show, I'm right. I'm right. We don't argue, you know, <laughs> we, we might disagree, but y- yeah. you're not going to see that that a conflict because we're in our real life, in real life, this is this is how we talk to each other. Yeah. Anyway.
3: That is true. Um,
1: so some but we have noticed that sometimes um with our show or sometimes with our relationship, you know, people automatically judge you. And we when we talk about the tough topics like racism, um, you know, pe- listeners or watchers may not join us because they don't want to hear it
0: that is true mm-hmm. that is true um and like i said i'm going to ask you to repeat the question <laughs> it's <laughs>
1: success of our marriage black struggles for black love
0: i asked alia you, I'm, I'm you're helping. taking over
2: <laughs> yes uh, yeah what jill said so what
0: you- jill said <laughs> well we'll start i'll start with uh successful marriage which is the, the same thing that um Jill said you know communication very early in our relationship and um some of the viewers have heard this uh story that I'm going to tell but early on in our relationship when we were still dating I I did I made some made fun of something that Jill had uh created um and I didn't realize it was going to really upset her, right? And she withdrew. I mean, she, it was like she just flipped the switch. <laughs> she withdrew. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to do this. I want to do that. And I had to stop her. I said, look, I'm I'm sorry for what I said. You know, I didn't realize that that would, would you know, upset you. So I apologize for that. But, you know, we have to be able to talk about issues, whether I upset you or you upset me. We can't shut down. We have to continue to talk to each other. Um, And, and that was like the first hurdle in our relationship. And we've been fine ever since, you know, but, you know, for me, that was a deal breaker you know if she continued to shut down i'd be like nope i can't i can't do this i can't be in a relationship without um, real conversation when there's an issue so we always know that when there's a issue um we can talk about it which mm. is fantastic it and, is and that that really changes everything and now, I didn't learn this like I wasn't born this way. It took me a long time to get to this point, you know, and at that time,- what was I in my forties? Yeah, yeah, so it took that long. You know, I was making all types of mistakes uh until then, like on a regular <laughs> all <laughs> kinds of mistakes um, so what was the next part? Do I need a next part? I got plenty, you know I can I, go on we, for we, we, Did I cover? It? <laughs> I covered some of it. Yeah, I know.
2: Some of it. Uh I think the second part of that was the struggles of maintaining black love, but you kind of touched on that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that that's kind of it. Um yeah. I do want to put a special message out. I want to I want to add to that. Um because unfortunately as black men as we are, um, most of our lives, whether it was our teachers or whether it was a uh, officer of the law, there were people putting us down just for being black period, and that can weigh really hard on a person um you know you you're being put down your whole life, so As black men, when we get in our homes and our relationships, sometimes we might feel like we have to, I, I don't, let's say we have to be the king of our castle. So out in the world, they knock me down every day and I have to keep my mouth shut. This is how some of us may think um so at home i'm going to be boss and i'm thinking no that's not how i think i'm saying like, that mm-hmm. is how
3: that <laughs> is how
0: many men of color think because we're being beaten down all the time so what i'm getting at is we need to remember that we don't want to treat the person we love the same way we get treated in the street. Right. You have to we respect don't need each that. other. We truly do have to respect each other and, and value each other. Right. I, and,
1: and hold each other up. If, yeah, you know, I, I, if
0: the, I always look at a situation of, would I want someone to do that to me? Mm-hmm. And I don't. And I think about that all the time with with what I say, with what I do, um, you know, just being a man that keeps his word, um, to take care of my family and do what I say I'm going to do and don't do what I say I'm not going to do. So that's okay. all I got on that.
2: Okay. That's growth right there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm glad you all brought up, I'm glad you brought up the situation that happened earlier in your marriage, or you, I get it, Jill, I'm creative, (laughs) people talk about my stuff, I get it. (laughs) So, I guess, um, when you first got married, um, did you feel like having, getting married, uh, enhanced the relationship, or... Did you feel at some points that it did put a wedge between you now that you have made the commitment or was it, is it both? Do both things exist at the same time?
0: Uh, Never put a wedge between us. Um, I mean, never, never at all. Um, Actually being married you know because some people might say oh it doesn't matter you can just live together and all of that and and maybe that is so for a lot of people but it's not that way for me Mm -hmm. I want to know that the woman I'm with committed to me that's in my corner I want to know that one day you know she might get pissed off and I'm out. You know, she might, I'm out. You've been <laughs> pissed me off. You done left your underwear on the floor too long, <laughs> and I'm out. And, but with the commitment of marriage, you know, a person might think, hey, you know, I, I really love this person. I plan to be there for them. Uh, you know, I want Jill to be my rock. I don't want Jill to make me better. I I don't want to say I'm complete because I have, because we're married, because I respect her for who she is and her intelligence. So I don't need her to complete me. I need her to enhance my life. And when I say enhance my life, I'm not actually, you know, just talking about financially, I'm talking about mentally. In that case, I I want to learn from my wife. I want to grow with my wife. And as I grow, I'm not going to cut out. I'm not like, oh, I got all the knowledge I want. I'm going to go get somebody better now. Shoot, I'm (laughs) smart now. (laughs) No, I'm I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay because no one else is in my corner, like Jill, I'm not going anywhere. We, we have a, we, we have a big joke and ever so often we'll say to each other, baby, I ain't never going <laughs> to leave you. I ain't never going <laughs> to leave you baby. Uh, uh. <laughs> So. Yes. Yeah, so it, it, it,
1: it's, it's, it's not even a thought to, to, to leave each other. And I do believe that when we got married, you know, that it, it, enhanced our our bond Absolutely. like you know um although we had that I, f- I feel like we since we talked about deal breakers and we were close before our, our marriage I feel like um you know it was good to start with you know yeah, yeah it um, but it just keeps getting better and better we've been married 16 and a half years now and um it just keeps Getting better and better. Yeah,
0: and, and let me add to that. So when we were dating, um, and I had already known that Jill was marriage material. Okay, <laughs> I, I already knew that. Even but though I was thinking I'm on, never getting married again. <laughs> early, early on, but um, uh, I had I had to learn to slow down because I probably would have asked her to marry me after two months. But I I had to, <laughs> I had to learn to slow down. So I knew there was a conversation Jill and I had to have, which is, does she want any children? And Jill doesn't have any children. I've been married before. I have children. They were teenager. One was a teenager and the other one was in her 20s when we met. I didn't want any kids. I, I didn't. Did not I knew I did not want any more children. I was going yeah, to say you say more. Let me, yes, <laughs> I didn't want any more children. So, you know, um, I told Jill. I said, you know what, um, you know, you don't have any children. I do. I said the way I feel right now, uh, I don't think I want any more children. And she said, well, I don't want any either. I said, what? Well, look, let's take a week. We'll take a week. We won't speak to each other. We won't have phone conversations, emails, texts, anything. And let's think about that, really. I will think about if I am willing to have more children and that she should think about whether she might actually want to have children, which is a scary thing, because if after the week... I decided I still don't want children, any more children. And after that week, if she decided, well, yeah, maybe I do want one, that was a deal breaker. And and we would have had to break up. You know, as much as I didn't want to lose her, we would have had to break up. Because if, if she said, I want to have children, and I said, "Ah, oh, well, okay. But I wasn't really feeling it. That's not how I really felt. And I just went along. In the back of my mind, I would always be saying, I didn't want any more children. Why, why am I working this hard? Why am I, you know, changing diapers? Why am I doing this? Why do I have to put another child through, um, you know, college? You know, and I would be like 60 something, you know, by the time the child was ready to go to college. And I I just knew that I couldn't do it um, again. So that would have been a deal, deal breaker. But we were, both of us, were willing to take that chance, so obviously we both had the right answers so right, right <laughs> Then we and, got married <laughs>
1: And even though I I didn't want to give birth to a child um I feel like I still um uh, gained um a, you know a family because uh his children have children And so um you know even though we still don't do diapers um, <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we love our grandchildren dearly. Um, and I, and I feel fortunate that I can, you know, call them my grandchildren. So I
0: feel fortunate.
1: Okay. That's wonderful. cool. That's
0: good. You don't um, even have to answer now, Jill. I covered it all. <laughs>
1: well, I'm, I'm still going to let you go first. Cause you forget the question. Like you said, so. <laughs>
0: yes. All right. You're on Jill.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, so, I guess you never did uh,
0: answer that question.
1: Sure, I did. She's going, she's
2: okay. All
0: right, on. I'm right. <laughs>
1: I'm going
2: on to a new question. We're
0: going, we going, oh, on. I'm moving on. Y'all yeah, do your thing, but I'm moving on to the next question. Okay,
2: that's cool. <laughs> so, um, what do you think about this? Uh, the generation coming up now, and um what do you think marriage will look like in in the future or dating prospects for uh, young adults and people my age, like who are uh, 20 somethings and through like 35. Um, It's a whole new landscape. So what do you think? uh, How do you think we, kind of relate to the idea of marriage now and what do you think it would be like in the future? And, and what are some of the, what do you, I guess this part I'll direct towards Jill, because specifically for black women, how do you think that dating prospects uh, will look for them moving forward?
1: Well, my friends um, that I've known for decades I'm one of the few who is married, who has ever been married. Um, So because they're really uh, intelligent, successful black women, these friends and men were intimidated, are intimidated by them. Um, So they're all single, have, have always been single. So I don't, I, I think that whoever their partners are and not not necessarily just men, um, I think that people have to to really um, learn what love is. I feel that that um, because so many things are done through technology, it's really hard to get to know the real person. Um, because, you know, you can hide behind a phone or a computer. Um and then if you do see each other in person, you can be somebody else <laughs> or pretend to be. So I think it's it's actually I, I, I'm not optimistic about black especially black women, um, finding mates to marry because it's so much harder to just meet people. It's hard to make friends even. Um, and meet people. So uh, my hope is that people just, you know, stop for a moment and really want to get to know each other instead of worrying about what somebody looks like on Instagram or what somebody ate today or where they went or pretended to go to, Um, you know, all of that. Um, uh, So I, I think that, that it's not hard though. Love is not hard, to do if you just open yourself up to that. Um, But I do think that the younger, your generation, I do think they're smarter Um, (laughs) and that, you know, they, they understand that there are catfish out there. They understand that there are scammers out there. They get that, you know, so there, I don't, I don't think they're as blindsided as maybe my generation was at that age. Um, So I I just hope that people just set out on a quest to love each other. We're spending so much time in the last years with hatred dividing us all. But it's just so much easier to love people. So if we just open ourselves up and focus on that, I think then everybody, if, if they want to, can find someone to marry. But I do think that It starts with self um, because to be a good partner for someone else, you've got to love yourself first. And I think that's really missing right now.
0: Yeah, I agree with all of that. Thanks. And um, I I, I would (laughs) like to add a little bit, Uh which is that I have noticed that the young men um are a lot more in touch with their emotions than people of my generation. That's true. And and I believe that's a excellent thing. That's true. The only thing that is lacking is the human connection. So it is very important that we meet people face to face so we can actually feel them. We can actually... Hilder look at vibe. them vibe, you know, look at them close and see how we interact and all of that. And there are some very easy ways to do that. Um, you know, maybe you join a team, some type of co-ed team, a pickleball, <laughs> you know, something where you have to actually physically interact with people, Okay. And it makes it easier to make that connection. You know, you already have something in common because you're on, you know, involved in this same um, event, you know, and and whatever it is, whatever it is you like. Um, You may be a musician uh, that's been playing the guitar in your bedroom from age six to 26. You might be a great guitarist, but. You have had no interaction (laughs) with people. Nobody knows. So yeah, maybe it's time to get in a band. Maybe it's time to do some performances out. You, You will meet many people face to face. It may feel awkward in the beginning, but the more people you meet, the easier it gets to just interact with people. Um, I've heard so many times where someone younger will ask the question, how do you talk to someone face to face that you have never seen before? You know, that insecurity is, is there. Will, will they like me? Will they not? Will they shoot me down? Will they not? And in And actually, I was going to say in in men's cases, but it's actually in anyone's case. Start doing it. Yeah, you're going to. Some aren't going to work. Some are (laughs) going to go really bad. You're going to get rejected like over and over again. But after a while it it doesn't bother you you know you're used to it yeah hey well, and you're no, probably gee,
1: probably better at it yeah you're better
0: at it so so you have to get practice if you don't ever practice um you know speaking to strangers meeting them but you know sometimes when you're in person you will see someone else across the room and you'd be like <laughs> Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm glad that never oh, happened with I, us. I, oh, my
0: God! I have got to talk oh to them. Oh, my goodness. But if you don't have any confidence, mm. it's not going to go well, in, unless that person just likes a person that has no confidence. So you have to That's learn true. how to be confident in speaking to anyone, anyone. Well, and if it doesn't work, fine. Next,
1: <laughs> and, and that scenario reminds me of anxiety, which is, you know, at all all-time high in our country and um, other, you know, conditions. Um, but the thing that I'm hopeful about and, and happy about is that we're finally talking about it openly. You know, um, we're not hiding behind that, you know, there, the, there's... I guess for some people, there's still a stigma, but less so. And I think as long as we keep talking about mental health, then it, it won't be, a it, it will be the norm, just like a physical condition is. And so um, I, I'm happy about that. And I think that will help people in their relationships as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. I actually have something to add to that myself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know that um, I had crippling anxiety, especially when it came to relationships. I I was definitely a late bloomer and like, don't even try to talk to me because I was just so awkward, but it took time. It took time. And I have to say that going to therapy and just regularly speaking to somebody who's just like which is there to listen. It definitely helps me be able to open up in the real world and talk to actual people.
1: <laughs> That's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, it, yes. It, it makes yes, a it difference. Does. It does make a difference. Um, and you I, said something key too. Sorry. She okay. said listening. Listening yes. is a great so skill to have. When
0: too. And, and people still don't believe this, but when I was a child, I was very shy. It was very quiet, very reserved. Um, I didn't really get over that. And I'm still kind of a loner type person, believe it or not. Um we didn't even <laughs> wanna, we you. didn't even want to have a podcast. <laughs> we didn't want to have a podcast. We don't want to have a vodcast. We didn't want any Who of didn't
1: want to have a podcast? We didn't. I didn't.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he did.
0: But what <laughs> what what happened was
1: What had
0: happened was that when I was when I was a child, one of my hobbies and Jill's going to say I'm a geek, but I'm not a geek. But uh, one of my hobbies was talking on the CB radio and electronics and all of that kind of stuff. So being on the CB radio, I learned to speak to people. I learned not to be shy. Um, so ever since then, you know I would speak to people all over town that I didn't knew, know, towns you know that you know, might have been 10 miles away. And it I overcame the fear of speaking to strangers, you know, someone I didn't know. So the transition to speaking to someone in person for me wasn't a, a problem after that. So again, I did something, push me into a situation where i would just talk to people and and that helped immensely go so Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay okay all right so now i'm gonna get into um ask you some questions about uh something that's going around that's been in the air a lot we're gonna talk about like masculinity versus femininity (laughs) especially when it comes as it pertains to dating um so there's the notion that's like sweeping through that stratosphere that's you know specifically black women that our dating standards are too high um
1: (laughs) (laughs) who is clapping what <laughs> uh, who is doing all well? right we john look, and stefan okay i see y'all <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Okay>. doggone audience <laughs> Doggone audience
2: So yeah what do y'all think about that <laughs> no
1: no
0: go, go ahead go, you, you first everybody
1: everybody needs to have standards and I don't think that black women specifically, I don't think they have high standards. It's just that, you know, we've been talked about, we've been insulted, we've been compared to animals, we've been um, just objectified, we've been harassed. And, you know, I i hate the the trope, angry black woman, but we have reason to be angry, <laughs> you know? um but in relationships i don't think that thank you i don't think that we're we're asking for too much i think we're just asking you know for the for the right person like you know how hard is that i i i the standards are not too high they're just right
0: and uh And act- Stefan
1: says amen, but I'm not sure to which part.
0: <laughs> you, know <laughs> so loves, you know he loves you know he 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 loves and lifts up our black women. He does, he well, does. You know that about Stefan. I Stephane. do know that about him. So the, actually this gets back into what I was saying earlier um about uh some some black men, not all. Um but Actually this can go it doesn't have to be men it could be women it could be trans it doesn't doesn't matter um sometimes people are insecure and these are also the same people that don't want anyone to know they're insecure okay so they're they're hiding it trying to keep it from the most of
1: them don't hide it very well
0: well a smart woman can see that <laughs> <laughs> an intelligent woman can see that anyway um so it, it, it's a little threatening for them um you know and in, in my case and uh our viewers know i say this have said it is that I really admire and love intelligent black women. I will lift them up every chance I get, you know, because intelligence is intelligence. No matter whether it comes from a male or female, trans, gay, straight, it doesn't matter. Intelligence is intelligence. And we need to learn how to prop up anyone that's in our culture because of their intelligence, because of what they can help us do, because of what they can help us accomplish, okay? We should never put them down. Put them away. And I'm not saying every person that's intelligent is perfect. Absolutely not. They're they're not. But there are more black women highly educated than anyone else in this country. (laughs) Black women. Because
1: we've had to do that just to get jobs that we're overqualified
0: for. uh, That is exact that is exactly right. But I don't take Anything I, I actually get really upset when I'm making more money than a woman that has several degrees. You know, I've, I've worked for myself most of my life, but they have so much education and they're so smart, but yet this country is still trying to knock them down. And then we also have just men trying to knock them down and be white men, but it can also be black men and black men should never, ever, ever try to knock down a black woman because of their intelligence. That just don't make any sense. It don't make no sense. (laughs) And it 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 happens happens all the time. All the time. Yep. So, but I
1: want to know, like, what are they saying that black women want more of that other groups don't when they're dating? But why are, oh, why are our because, standards so high?
0: Because they may realize that they're worth more, that they have great self-esteem. When you have great self-esteem, there but, is But no, how does
1: that equate to a higher standard? Well, than other people who have self-esteem good well, self-esteem
2: it's more like they're saying black women should be just be grateful for having anything
0: <laughs> which is insane <laughs>
2: that's kind of like how it is being voiced uh i don't even want to say his name but you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything in the world everything the whole manosphere it's like Uh, black women are overweight and they're loud they're boisterous they're too demanding and it's all these images all these stereotypes that are associated uh that are being pushed a lot by black men there's a lot of noir going on and they're saying um we should just lower our standards be more complacent oh
0: heck no Getting sounds ready like, to get me well, that, mad, yeah. That both goes, that of goes my back daughters to... are very intelligent, and if yep. someone said that to me about my daughters, yo, know, kiss my ass, <laughs> you know. Really, well, you would say
1: that if someone said that about me,
0: I would, yeah. Well, something else might happen too. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, heck,
1: heck, heck, no, no, no. Sounds, heck like no. Th- sounds like no, sounds like. You know, I, I call it a little man syndrome. You, you they're know, they're I, trying to overcompensate of what they don't have by projecting that, trying to project that on th- other There's people. something
0: I, I say all the time. You truly need to be happy with yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, once you and get if you're not, don't point, make it
1: my problem. <laughs>
0: yeah. Once <laughs> you are truly happy with yourself, you don't need anyone else it doesn't it doesn't matter whether you're gay lesbian it doesn't matter when you become happy with yourself you don't you don't drop your standards mm-hmm. you don't have to you don't have to belittle yourself dumb yourself down that's insane mm-hmm. that is insane can you imagine if i were to dumb myself down to try to be with you jill <laughs> it wouldn't happen it it wouldn't happen you know uh um I, I used to be an architectural draftsman then I was a, a business owner in trucking for so so many years um you know I went to trade school when I got out of high school um but you know Jill is highly educated with many degrees and Sometimes people look at me and they say, what, he, what, he had a trucking business. He had this. I've had several businesses and they immediately assume that I'm not that smart because I don't have as many degrees as Jill.
1: And I'm like, do you think and, I would be and, with a dumb man? No.
0: Ex- exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm like, "What? Jill is very no. intelligent. Do you? Think she would choose a man that was dumb as a rock? (laughs) Nope. It ain't going to happen. So, you know, uh, people underestimate me all the time. All the time. But, you know, I couldn't have done all the things I have done in my life if I didn't have some type of smarts. I, I, I couldn't be with Jill if I wasn't intelligent it's no way in the world unless she just she just wanted somebody to keep the bed warm at night. Was, was that it, Jill? No. <laughs> All right, I'm That's just not checking. It. That, I'm just checking. That wasn't it. I, I may be confused. You know, I'm like, oh, Jill loves me for my mind.
3: <laughs> but instead, she just wants a bed warmer.
2: <laughs> no. So, do you have any? Uh, have you ever had any experiences, or know anybody who have had any experience being, um, you know, being in the industry that you're in, and being in a high level position um, when it comes to dating and everything? Have you had people try to tell you to lower your standards? Or oh,
1: <laughs> yes, I have. Um, in fact, that's why I have one divorce under my belt because my husband told me not to this lower one. Not, not not this, this one, one told me to lower my standards and stop talking about my success with him so I'm like oh. and I was like or what and he's like or leave I left but from <laughs> from other reasons too <laughs> uh but that gets into our whole ultimatum show but um but yes i I see it all the time um in well maybe not in the workplace I have now because it's it's remote but when when I had to go into the office. You saw it all the time of, of people. Um, well, in the workplace, you, you see how they're belitt- belittled, you know, that you see women have these great ideas. If if you're in a meeting and a brainstorming meeting and women, black women have great ideas and then somebody else is going to try to take the credit for it. I saw it all the time. Um, and it happened to me many times. And then in the dating world, my friends will tell me about, you know, how someone that they thought were at their level, because on paper, they had very similar experiences and background. But in reality, to get back to what Tony said earlier, um, the per- the person they were out on a date with was very insecure. So they wanted to belittle them to make themselves feel better and to pump themselves up, you know, but, you know, they're all alone because of that you know like you just leave them because and if that's to have if if that's a black woman having a higher standard that they're not going to let someone talk to them like that or belittle them then hooray for high standards Yeah.
0: yeah
2: Okay, so I'm going to actually move on to my last question here. Okay, You
0: actually got to a last question? (laughs) I bet you you shortened your list a little bit. She's watching watching the time. She told us she was. Kudos! Kudos for you. You are watching the time. Cool. This is great. So, uh, what do you
2: wish more people uh, would understand about Black love? And uh, what do you have to say personally about your experience uh, being in your marriage?
0: Well, I almost have a problem with that phrase, black love. Love is love.
1: You said what I was going to say.
0: Oh, sorry. Go God, ahead, though. I, I did it first. I said it <laughs> first. No, love is truly love. It doesn't matter who it's with. Love is love. And if you love someone, if you truly love someone, you're going to know how to treat them with respect and hopefully some admiration because of who they are. You will cherish everything about them. So, you know, Black love isn't Black love like we have to love differently than everyone else in the world. We don't, we just have to love, just learn how to just love and 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 not bring other crap into it, you know, cause that's what messes everything up. But if you can learn how to truly love pure love, you know, no no anger in there, no hatred in there, no belittlement in there, Respect and love, that's all you have to do. I I don't believe our love is any different than love, period, because we're black. It, It somehow is belittling to me to say, black love, black love, black love is different. Black love is not different. Love is love. We just need to learn how to respect each other.
1: I have a slightly different take on that. I do believe that love is, is love. Um, But I think that black people have maybe a harder time of loving themselves because the whole world tells them they're less than, and the whole world tells them they're unlovable. Um, And, you know, so they have to deal with that on a on a daily basis. No matter where they go globally, they have to deal with that. So when you're starting from a place of you don't love yourself, it is hard to be in love and have someone love you or believe that someone loves you. Um, all of that, you know. So to get to so on one hand, I I agree with you that and love I, and is I love agree with her <laughs> <laughs> that love is love. On the other hand. I think you have to start for for black love to happen. You have to start with loving or learning to love yourself. Mm. Then you can be open and accepting of the love that comes your your way. Mm. Um and your what you said reminds me of of movies where people were surprised that movie that Movies that they called quiet and slow that had featured uh, Black characters. Um, I want to say, uh, have you seen the movie? I think it was called The Photograph. It had Issa Rae in it. And it was a beautiful love story. And the characters in there were all successful Black people. And the con- like every story, every movie, every book has conflict in it. But theirs was subtle. Um, you know, so no one shot up each other. No, you know, none of that. Um, and people were like, is that what black love is about? They were surprised. And it's like, yeah,
0: it's it's like, oh, black people can love. We
1: can love each other like happy that. Happy like, and no you know, drama, like just... we don't have to have the real drama, <laughs> you know, um, to, to love. So, um, in that regard, I hope more people see that version of black love and that, and and understand that that's real. That's more real than the shoot 'em ups and you know um you know movies like um said it was it, Set said it Off? Set it off? Set, you, yeah, you know like the, about set it off. Well, at the end where everybody, you know, <laughs> dies. Like, <laughs> yeah. People think that that's more indicative of of oh, black people okay. and and or like okay. um Queen and Slim, you know, yeah. th- things like that. Yeah. People think that that's more indicative and that's not that's the exception you know so
0: yeah black love is like boring nobody wants to hear about black (laughs) love boring
1: (laughs) so i hope that people understand that yes we we don't you know like the great relationships they don't have drama like that they they don't they may have conflict um but they have also have the capability of of resolving it and you know and Loving without, you know, knocking each other out yeah, or killing each other. Because
0: Jill, I guarantee you, if I get pissed off at you, I am not gonna burn your car up. <laughs> hey, no doggone way.
1: Well, you know I don't. <laughs> I, I won't. I
0: don't play I with ain't fire. Do I?
1: Ain't doing it? No <laughs> way. <laughs> uh-uh. Well, this this has been a wonderful conversation. I want to ask the um, audience if you would. Well, first of all, let's let's all give applause to Aaliyah. Yay fantastic uh, job. job fantastic job you are definitely an excellent journalist love it love it love it so stefan john connie todd um or Inshaka, shaka does anyone want to say anything to Aliyah? or to us
0: well if they don't i have a question
1: okay well you ask while we're waiting
0: okay well while we're waiting um I want to ask you something. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. (laughs) I have a show that I do every Um, other Saturday. Oh, he really is going to put you on the
1: spot, girl. (laughs) And
0: You have probably done your research, but it's called poetic people fighting racism. Okay. And I think you would be a perfect, guest you would be for that show but i'm going to be asking the questions in that show
2: okay
0: and are you a poet
2: mm. uh, oh yes you are <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a good question because i used to write a lot of music uh so the reason why i got into podcasting is because i've always wanted to be a musician I could always write lyrics. I've been teaching myself guitar, drums, keyboards, and all that, like audio engineering, all that. I was ready, Uh, but (laughs) I cannot
0: sing. Okay. Well, that's okay.
2: (laughs) But I create lyrics. I write songs, and I like to write a lot. I just haven't done it in a while, so I don't call myself a poet, but... I've dabbled could you double. could
1: you speak your your lyrics instead of singing them like a like a spoken word artist
2: possibly yeah, yeah.
0: okay cool we're we're good, we're good then we're good <laughs> so but the show is not only for poets, it's for anyone that has some type of talent, so like you you actually checked off a lot of the boxes if you're a musician, you can just play something. That represents how you feel about racism in this country, or um, you know, you just might want to express um, a positive aspect of us moving forward and making steps forward, and any anything you wish. But uh, you're welcome to do whatever it is you wish. Um, That's that's what that uh, platform is is for. So, and to discuss racism in this country and the caste system actually also. So I would love to have you there as a, as a guest. Okay. Cool. Then we'll get together on that.
1: I'll I'll reach out to you with, with details about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It'll, 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 it probably won't be till like 2023, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you already planned your last show for the year. Yeah,
1: Stefan, cool, you are you. you are on the stage.
4: Hi, everyone.
1: Hi. Would you Hi, like to go to video?
4: No, 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 no okay. video. Um, <laughs> I would love for Aliyah to be on my show as well. Right, look, look at that! that. Look, look like at that! I can't
0: come in here like that. <laughs> the, uh, she that
1: could get as many invitations <laughs> as she wants. All, All right. So, go, so Aliyah was in your eye. Um, <laughs> uh, Stefan, I don't know if you ever looked to see who was in your you audience. You know, I don't tonight. look at my
4: audience. That's right. Aaliyah
1: was in there for, for a little while when I was.
4: Okay. Mm hmm. So yeah, tell her we, tell her what have, you we would have like, to Talk about um about these high standards. Um, that was me doing all the clapping, by the way. I uh, know, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I was like, we need to go. We need to have some conversations. <laughs> oh, cool.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. I, I, and I I'm Steph- not gonna Steph- disown you because of that. Don't worry. <laughs> I still I still love you, Stefan. And tell
1: her when your show
4: is, Stefan. Um, so I do a show every. Wednesday and Friday, um, just because the way that my schedule works, because I'm in the government system. Um, So next week is. That (laughs) sounds
0: like you're in prison.
1: Or a spy, one of the
0: two. I'm in the government system. Oh, man. You got to come better than that. I'm in the government system. All right, I'm sorry. I, yeah, continues, Stephon, I'm, 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 continue Stefan. Ignore
4: him. I'll rephrase I'm a government servant, is what
0: people tell okay. me at work. Okay, <laughs> um, so, that's much better.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I have a show called The Conversation. Um, and you can check out the other shows, but I would love to have you on mine as well.
2: Okay, that's and this is at, at 7 Eastern. Okay. <laughs>
1: Oh. So I'll, I'll put you, uh, Stefan, I'll give you, is it okay, Aaliyah, that I give Stefan your information yeah, okay. and actually in the, um, um, what do you call that? Fortune cookie. Um, it has how to reach her as well. I don't know if you oh. saw that Stefan, but either way, I'll give you her, inf- I'll tell you how to reach her. Perfect. Cool. Thank you. hmm who else would like Aaliyah see, on their show? <laughs> see how popular you are. You Aaliyah. are
0: so there, there are two men, two men that appreciate your your brain and your talent, and um, we recognize that, and we want to lift you up. We want to show the world who you are, and people need to learn to accept it.
1: That's right. And you should show your your professors and your classmates this video yeah, as well. Like, yeah, Tell I'll them how show them how you did. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got and yes, men. you
0: did. That's right. You That's did right. An excellent job. You
1: really did, seriously. And I don't I don't say that a lot about aspiring journalists because you know I was I was a journalist for you know two decades, but really you did you, an you have, job. You have then, then, all the traits.
0: There was this other guy that interviewed us he did not
1: do a good job <laughs> he did not do a good
0: job
1: so so we did <laughs> so we we did him and you because you're a journalist you you would understand this we just started asking him all the questions we totally turned it to and i don't think he realized that he had stopped asking questions <laughs> <laughs> i don't think he realized it
0: oh okay yeah. that was good <laughs> that, that that kept it fun it kept it fun yeah. for us anyway It did it did
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. y'all were definitely very fun to talk to
1: oh yeah. good well good yeah. i'm glad that you you enjoyed yourself because we definitely enjoyed we having you here
0: yeah because yeah we were we were pretty whipped before we started yeah but you show. you but totally energized us well, you really I did i to hang I yeah go out dancing too. or something
1: yeah
2: maybe we should do <laughs> yeah. that yeah
0: yeah, that that thought will last for like I know, 20 for, minutes. For, yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, it's time to go to bed.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm tired.
0: It's time to, go to bed.
1: <laughs> so again, yeah. thank you, Aaliyah, for, for being our guest tonight and for and uh, for doing all the hard work tonight. You asked us yeah, the questions, was, and they were really great cool. questions. So we, we really appreciate that.
0: You set so, the bar high. You, you really did. We you probably really won't did. let anybody do there, this yeah, again. Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll, well, we'll like send them this video. Can you top this? Because if not, <laughs> no. Um, so, Stefan, I'll, I'll give you Aaliyah's information. Perfect, uh, we'll be you. in touch about Tony's show. Um, next week, hey, everybody, next week is... Your birthday.
0: Oh, it is. Next
1: Wednesday is the episode where we're celebrating Tony's birthday. Yeah, yeah.
0: My birthday is going to be on this show. Yep,
1: yep. What are you doing? You
0: getting me a birthday cake or something? We
1: could. Nope. (laughs) People are just gonna (laughs) say happy birthday, and and I invited them to roast you as well.
0: You did not.
1: I did. Read the description. Hey, See, I can say anything hey, in the description because he'll never hey, read it. So, but, uh,
0: uh, Aaliyah, let me let me let you know something. We did one show where Jill was on the show, but she wasn't on video, <laughs> and the viewers turned on me. It was a roast. Where's Jill? Where's Jill? Everybody that used to be nice to me, they just wore me out. I couldn't have say anything. That was right. Nothing.
1: I don't think that's how it went down. They wore
0: me out. They turned. The natives were restless.
1: That's not how it went down. (laughs) It
0: is. And Stefan, he was one of the ones that turned on me.
4: Yes. Yes, I was. I was like, (laughs) Uh (laughs) Where is Jill? Oh, well, she's not right. Where is she? And then she would just chime in. She's like, I'm here. It's not the same.
0: It's <laughs> not the same. It's not the same. No. Oh, so that was
4: I, fun yeah. though, for me. Yeah. I'm
0: just happy they haven't come to my show and say, "Where's Jill? Where's it?" Moms, I'll I, be done. Now. I'm
1: still there. I just they just don't see me on that one. Okay. Well, we really have to go.
0: Yes, we do. We do.
1: All, all right. right. Bye, well, everybody.
0: Well, as usual, we really love all of you. For real, we're not just saying. We're it.
1: not just saying that. That's
0: it. how we feel. That's how we live. So we love you all, really. And we'll see you later.
3: Bye. We're going
0: to, and if I can figure out how to work this stuff, how you work this stuff, Jill? I don't know how
1: you work this stuff. <laughs> we're
0: figuring out how to work Bye,
1: this. Finally, we
0: will see you next time. And thank you everyone for being here. And we're out.